0: what's up you dirtbags before we dive into this episode i want to give a huge shout out to one of our day one supporters kinetic leasing if you've ever listened to the podcast before you've definitely heard us talk about them Uh, they are our go-to team for money questions and also getting approved for financing Uh, not only do they help us but they help many others that listen to the podcast get approved for financing It's an application-only financing up to $250,000 on approved credit. Uh, They have fast approvals, and you can save cash with no money down. At the very least, just give them a call, see what you can get approved for, and then check your rates. A couple ways you can reach out to them. You can give their office a call. It's at 701-476-0221. Just make sure to mention that the dirtbag sent you, and uh, they'll definitely help you out. And then you can also email them sales at kineticlease.com. We also have all of their information on the dirt bags podcast website. So go check them out, tell them we sent you and uh, let's get into it. All right. What's up you dirt bags. My name is Luke Aggebrotten and we are here with my co-host, Mr. Luke Payne. How's it going, man?
1: Cheers, brother. Cheers to your NA Heineken, because I believe you are doing the seventy-five hard. Is that correct?
0: Yes, sir. I'm I think uh eight days in and going pretty strong. I mean, it's it's been fun. I think the alcohol part's been the easiest. Um, I've done the sober thing once before, but uh I think the timing of the workouts has been the biggest struggle because yeah. it's two workouts, you know, one has to be outside, they have to be 45 minutes, which I've never struggled getting the one in a day, but trying to get that outside one in first thing in the morning. That's like been super important, but, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's been going good. Well,
1: I can't imagine trying to do an outside workout when you're in Arizona, when it's like a hundred and fucking 30 degrees. So hats off to you for that one.
0: I mean, it's a lot better now in the winter. So if I would have done it in the summer, there's no way. So it, uh, yeah, I mean, and then I still have to figure out I'll be back in Minnesota for seven days for Christmas. So might just, uh, schedule a couple hockey games or something.
1: Good plan. Good plan. I told her, I, I said, as soon as she gets pregnant, cause we're trying for more, obviously I said, as soon as she's pregnant, I'm done drinking. So whenever that day comes, that's when I'm going to start my 75 hard too.
0: There you, dude, that's perfect. And honestly, it worked out perfectly for me because, you know, like you and I talked about, I had a goal set. If I didn't hit my goal, I have to give up drinking again. And I was like, why not just roll it into 75 hard because I'm already not drinking. So it, uh, that that's going well. I'm excited and uh, got a couple of people to join with me. So,
1: dude, cheers to food. you because I know it's not a not an easy feat. But we're not here to talk about your 75 heart. We are <laughs> so, here, Luke. I'll let you take it away,
0: dude. We have a massive guest, uh, Luke. I know we've been talking about this one for a while. Um, this one's been I've on actually, the
1: books for a while.
0: Yeah, I've actually known ah. him. We had to go through his security to get him on, but I've actually known him for a while just through Instagram. We met up in Vegas at Con Expo, but we've got the man behind JR Excavating. We've got Kyle Brady in the studio, also the founder of Brady Visuals. How's it going, man?
1: Good. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Thanks for Good taking to be on me on here. Cheers. Cheers. What, what? Is that a court? Ooh, man, to my own heart.
0: <laughs>
2: Whatever's cold in the fridge. I love it. Yeah. Love
0: speaking it. of uh, whatever's cold in the fridge, how was the uh, how was the old last night?
2: Oh, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Working out, working after hours, you know. Yeah. Instead of a hockey game, took
1: some customers out. That's nice. the usual. Nice. A <laughs> awesome. lot. Give I love- us give us a little like rundown. Like, what do you do? Uh, that's a loaded question. Um. So basically, I ended business dinners. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. Business development and then marketing for, uh, for the generous group, JR Excavating. Um, yeah, yeah. We focus, or I focus on the customers, customer relationships, um, existing customers, making sure they're happy, taken care of, um, as well as getting new customers and, and new work brought in. Um, so on top of that, kind of the social media side, marketing websites, Instagram, um, those are probably the main ones I would say is Instagram, and we we kind of started TikTok here and there, but it's not very active. And uh, LinkedIn seems to work pretty good for us too. So,
0: yeah, you guys have um, I mean, if nobody follows you guys, I mean, Jr. Excavating, I believe, on uh, Instagram yep. and LinkedIn, like you guys have blown up over the last few years. So, like, when did you start, and where were they at with their social media platforms before you started?
2: Uh, so I started in 2020, um, actually right when COVID kind of started. So that kind of slowed me down, I would say at the beginning, cause it's tough when you got to meet, your whole job is to meet people and, and grow relationships and then it's, you can't really do anything in person. So that kind of hurt things a bit, I would say at the start, but, um, Instagram, we were already doing pretty well, um one of the owners, he was kind of running it and he would post very often and and consistently. And, and we did have a good following. I think we were 22 or 23,000. Like we were already up there. Um, So he was doing a good job and it was mainly pictures, like four or five years ago too. So nice. Um, But yeah, he had things rolling pretty good. And then um, when I started, I brought a drone from my, the previous um job I was at and I would just fly it when I was visiting sites show customers you know this is what we do I found that easier to uh show customers than than them listen to me and want to hear me run my mouth so I figured I would show them the job sites um but then I just started posting those like aerials and videos started making videos um I didn't really go to school for it or anything you just kind of learn via YouTube tutorials or just kind of slap some videos together and put some trending music, uh, some country music in there every once in a while, and people seem to like it. So that that was kind of the start of my taking to the Instagram, I would say, and then it just kind of, you just kind of get better and, and see what the competition's doing, see what uh, BuildWit and Ken White and those guys are doing, and you just kind of roll with it.
0: Yeah. So when they, when they hired you, what was the original vision for your role? And like, did it change over time or was this the vision to bring you in to do this?
2: Uh, the vision was mainly business development. That was the, um, why I was hired and and we're kind of, we're London based, London, Ontario in Canada. Um, but an hour away roughly is Kitchener, Waterloo. Um, so we wanted to grow kind of that way. We started growing. We had a few road reconstruction jobs there, a few subdivisions, but they didn't want to continue to build that up. Um, but with COVID, um, I was pretty much stuck to my house. There were, you know, the handful of guys that would meet no problem. Um, so we still, we still were growing. It was just, that was a little bump in the road I would say. Um, but that was the ultimate goal was focus on the customers, bring in some new work. Um, and then, yeah, I think Ryan, the CEO, president, um, he saw a lot of value in these aerial posts and pictures and me interacting with the employees in the field too. Like they, at first they were a little skeptical, like, oh, why is a drone flying around? But yeah. Um, yeah. once they saw me and saw like what I was posting and, and they, you know, they show their kids, right? Like that was the, the big thing is these guys can go home and show their kids, look what daddy did today or mommy did today. And uh they, they took to it pretty good. So, and we were getting res we started getting resumes in pretty quickly, like weekly, um,
1: based on what the people were seeing
2: online, right? So
1: yeah. going into that, did you know like when you started posting those things, was that like your goal going into it? Like, I want you know the business development side, but did you think that it would be more on the employee like hiring side, or were you like, I'm just trying no. to the broad spectrum of what we do?
2: Yeah. I kind of, at the beginning, like I said, I would just take, you know, your before pictures of, uh, an intersection, say, and I took those kind of just buried them away for the time being. And then I would go at the end of the project or midway, you take like your progress pictures and then your end shot. So then there was one roundabout I posted. And like you saying, I, I kind of just started doing it for the business development side to say, Hey, look, this is what we can do. This is the quality. Um, and post that on LinkedIn, that's where you get more of the customer side, I, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so they saw that and and it was easier to show them rather than tell them. But then like you're saying, in the meantime, you get other guys saying, Oh, you guys are busy. You, you got nice, clean equipment. You guys look like you take care of your employees. Um, so it, it started to work both ways. And now I think it's, it's pretty even or, or more so helping the recruitment side, to be honest.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Before this next question, I got it. A... Oh, it's off. on like a dog. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. Sorry. Is. I got.
1: I got to ship you one. I think though. I need your address. I love it. Yeah. We had messaged each other on Instagram a while back, and I <laughs> were both like, "Yeah, we need to fucking switch shirts." That when We're. I. Dude, we both you know. must have just gotten busy.
0: I've had yeah. so many compliments on this shirt. I wear it all the time. They're like. <laughs> You're not Canadian. I'm like, that yeah. That is a
1: badass.
2: I love it. So yeah. Yeah. And that was like I said, I, I, I walked into this. Um the the brothers had great branding. It was all set up. It's it made my job easy and it's it still makes my job easy. So but yeah, I so just kind of ran with it.
0: I've got a question off of that then that just kind of spurred. Um do you think what what would you do differently? if you were dropped in a situation where it was like a mom and pop or let me rephrase that it's still a big excavation company but they don't have any branding and they don't have any presence like what would you do differently in your role
2: um yeah my first thing would would say to either rebrand or you know come up like have a brand um a plan like a, a goal and a plan or I mean, they got to want it too, right? Like yeah. maybe, maybe they don't care. There's, there's a lot of big excavation companies out there that uh, they get the job done. They get the work, they price the work accordingly and they don't care at the end of the day, they go home and they get their paycheck and take care of their employees still. And they just, they're not too worried about the look, I guess. It's So it just depends. I, I I'm all for branding, like even with the Brady visuals or my, you know, my friends have companies too, and I'm always bugging them. Hey, you got a sweater? You got, you know, a hat or whatever? I'll, I'll, I'll rock it. Where like half of my more than half of my wardrobe is other people's companies or or their yeah. stuff. So, <laughs>
0: dude, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm um, if if you don't mind, let's. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit about Brady Visuals. So this is fairly yeah. new, right? I mean, within the year.
2: Yeah, this is just uh, probably a couple months now probably in the summer, I think. And that's just, um, again, like I started with the drone, um, and then you take pictures with your phone, but then, you know, the quality, Brian, uh, wanted quality stuff on the JR website and and Instagram, high quality pictures, high quality videos. So when you get that and you got the distance to, from where you park your truck or where you're standing in a safe area to where the work is, you could have a hundred feet, 200 feet, whatever it is, or more. Um, so that's when you get into needing, you know, better quality cameras and stuff. So, um, bought some camera gear, bought some bigger lenses, um, got, like, I enjoy it. I do like doing that stuff. Not every day, 24 seven, but, um, I had people asking me, you know, can you, you know, come take family pictures or can you come take pictures or videos of my business? Like my friends that have these smaller businesses. And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. And then I just kept getting asked. To do these one off things. So I was like, well, they're DMing me or texting me. I said, I might as well just set something up where they can funnel the requests elsewhere. And then, you know, get paid or maybe pick up the odd random one-off jobs here and there. And
1: I don't mind doing it. I enjoy it. So yeah. Yeah. How does that work with like, you know, your role in the business? And then was there any like, you know, was there any? was there any pushback basically from the owners of like, Hey, no, go do your thing too. Like we see what you can do for us. If you expand it and kind of, you know, build your own thing, that's totally okay. Cause I know a lot of people that have done that in like our area to where they will be like a visual creative, but they'll still be working for somebody full time. But then the owners have a huge problem with that. And I feel like it's like, well, you're kind of missing the point here because doesn't that help grow the awareness? Doesn't that kind of help grow the brand? as yeah. as far as like you in itself
2: yeah yeah i know when ryan so when i do refer to ryan ryan it's my boss and he's the, the ceo um so ryan I, I brought it up to him and i just said hey listen like uh you know i get asked to do stuff on the weekends or after hours or whatever um do you care uh, and he, he's they're very the whole company is very like reach your, your greatest potential like reach your full potential. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, like they'll put you through courses or this and that for training. Um whatever your goal is in the one year, two years, five years, like they'll help you get there. Um, so he was all for it. He just said, Hey, as long as it's not interfering with your day-to-day, your your you know, your your work here, then no problem. And most of the time my stuff that I do is on a Saturday or Sunday anyways. Um, and it's, if it's with friends, they make time on the weekends or whatever. So it it hasn't interfered any, and if anything, it helps me stay kind of sharp on the video making and and picture taking. Um, cause you're always learning with that stuff. You're always watching YouTube or whatever to see how somebody made a video or transition or whatever. So yeah, it helps me keep up to date on that stuff. I did hire somebody too uh, about six months ago to help out with the marketing. Um, so he he joined the team uh, in May, May or so May, June. Um, same thing. He's just like a visual creator, like you said, um, takes pictures, does all that on the side still too, and puts videos together. and it, there's a bit of a learning curve at first because he's never been on a construction site, whereas I've had the background and most of the people, generally have some kind of construction background that we see, but uh, yeah. So just teaching him the safety awareness of being around equipment and stuff, what to look out for, but now he's, he's good to go and that's yeah, helping out a lot. So.
0: So that would be for JR. He, he was hired or for Brady visuals. No, JR. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for JR. Okay. So. Yeah,
1: to help you out with that stuff. Yeah. 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 I see. So, my question with like the marketing side of things, obviously, you know, since like 2020, when, when you got hired, I feel like there's been such a shift in people on like TikTok and Instagram and what they're putting out. What's your strategy on how you stay current? What's your strategy on how you like, this is going to be the next, I don't want to say best thing, but like this isn't something that everybody else is doing. Like, where do you get that from?
2: Um, Honestly, just, scrolling like Instagram or or TikTok you're always going to see I I could I can't say I'm first for anything like that's that's not true um there's definitely people out there that do this full-time that do this seven days a week and make a killing I'm sure that they are way ahead like their videos are 10 times better you know you're paying thousands of dollars for these videos and uh you just kind of find a video that you like or you think's cool, and you, you, I honestly just Google it or go to YouTube and say, "Hey, how does how do you do this transition, or how do you, you know, do this video?" Or, yeah, Adobe's like I've never used Adobe up until about two years ago, Photoshop and uh, Premiere, and I don't even have After Effects or anything yet. But that's kind of the next next uh, thing to to learn, teach myself, I think. But uh, yeah, it's it's just about watching. What's out there, scrolling, checking out other videos, creators, checking out the competition just to stay fresh and stay on top of it. And that's, that's generally what I do.
0: That's about it. So when it comes to the different <laughs> platforms, because obviously, you know, they use multiple platforms, like you mentioned, like if you could rank them as far as like what you prefer, like if you could only keep one, like how would you rank yeah. those top down?
2: I would say Instagram's first right now, and our biggest um asset, I guess you could say, um most engagement we get is on that. And that's mainly because like I'm not sure the percentage, but a lot of our employees do have Instagram. Um they'll take their pictures or videos and their stories and tag us, and I have no problem like. I'll repost as long as, again, there's safety and no swearing and, and this and that. Like we have a few rules, but um, I would go with Instagram because I don't know. I, I don't think I would have met you guys even without Instagram, right? So um, Instagram and then LinkedIn would probably be my next. And that's more so for reaching um, even recruiting like estimators and PMs and stuff, but also the developers and the, and the potential customers. Um Cause if like I was in Kitchener last night and you know, you see development signs all over, I've never heard of some of these companies. I go like right to LinkedIn, check them out. Um, you either add a few people or you Google them then and you give them a call and that's how you form new connections. So that TikTok would probably be, we, we actually just started posting a few things on YouTube, not for the views or anything, just because the the video quality can be transferred over to our website and it stays a lot better quality. That's what we were told at least. So that's that's why we went that route. But for engagement, I would go Instagram, LinkedIn, and probably TikTok um, just because of the reach again is huge. Um, I don't know how the algorithms all work and how all that works. It's just by luck it seems. Nope. Every couple of videos is spikes, and then you're down and wondering why you only got a thousand views or whatever it is, 5,000 views, and then one will get a hundred thousand views. So it's like, sure, something did something right, I guess. I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Luke, what are your thoughts and experiences on, you know, for obviously Black Iron and Western?
1: Dude, I've been honestly, I've been taking a break from all of social yeah. media lately just because. I, I feel like I have so much to learn that my opinion right now, I'm talking LinkedIn. I don't have anything that I can put out to LinkedIn that would be good. You know, so I am, I'm, I'm holding off on that. My TikTok, I mean, we're, we're so busy with work. It's like, I don't have the time to send Nick, our video guy to these places and be like, Hey, here's what I want just because we're so caught up. So honestly, I mean, I haven't posted in LinkedIn and three months, four months, probably. And I don't know if it's, if it's tarnishing anything or what, but I love LinkedIn. I love to scroll it. And I love to see like people within the industry conversing with each other and really kind of taking on, I I almost want to call it like the new era of excavation because you know, it's all, it's a lot more digital now. It's a lot more focused on like the company itself, which is super cool, but I just, I, you know, me, I don't have anything to put out right now because I am, I'm still learning if that makes sense. But as far as like reach, TikTok is great. I mean, you can get, you can post a cool video of a black machine or a machine with a big old fucking maple leaf on the back and people are like, oh, hell yeah, I'm coming to work for you. Where do I send my resume? You know, like that's, yeah. that's, that's super cool to see. Cause you love the engagement and you, you almost kind of think. Where are these guys working now? Like what type of company are they in now? And why are they so drawn to what we're doing? Isn't this what everybody else does? And then when you realize like, no, that's not, it's kind of a light bulb moment, which is fun.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But no, social media is good. I've just been taking my time away from it because I see the effects of, using it. And I see the effects of not using it, you know? Um, I don't know. Again, my input, I'm just trying to learn as much as I can. And through my experiences right now, I don't have a lot of positive things to say just because I'm going through the trenches and I'm learning a lot. So, but uh, one thing you mentioned, your rules, when you guys are, you know, posting videos, doing videos, and you mentioned swearing, why don't you post any of that? Uh, is, it, is, it like a, is it like a brand image with the company, or a company image that you just kind of want to display? Like, you know, one thing I think of is professionalism, but yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a professionalism thing. Um,
2: and we're we're it's a family company, right? Like, it's still a family company. Um, we have our family's kids and stuff. I watching. I'm assuming I don't know yes or no if they are, but the in the off chance that they are watching daddy or mommy, you know, bulldoze out there, then, then, yeah, we don't, we just don't want to, if we can get around it, there's another song that goes with it. Then great. We try to avoid it. Um, I don't know, just don't think it's, it's needed. Um, but like I said, it's mainly professionalism and we're still very much a family company, um, keep things clean, you know, um, we we get together often and have company events very often and everybody's all together. So um, you see the owners often and the owners, uh, mom, Laura Lee, she's our yeah. like events, branding, marketing guru, and she's been around forever. So it's, it's just a, a family atmosphere um, mm-hmm. that, yeah, we don't need, you know, F-bombs, go on, fuck this, fuck that, you know, yeah. it's, not needed i guess to get the point across in the video so
0: all right you dirtbags, we're going to take a quick break to thank one of our sponsors lambert insurance services if you know luke and i you know we started this podcast to provide value to the construction industry when we went to seek out an insurance company to work with there's not a whole lot that are specific to the industry and we really didn't want to work with a generalist agency so we kind of put that on the back burner Then we got to meet Sam Lambert. Sam is a fellow dirtbag himself, He's been in the industry for a long time, but he also started his insurance company in 2008, specifically for construction companies. So when we had that conversation, we knew that this would be the perfect match. Uh, So we started working with him and he's been incredible. He leads first, he wants to be a resource first, and an insurance agency second. They can help with provide general liability, workers comp, commercial truck insurance, insurance for equipment, and so many more different avenues that he can provide coverage for. The great part about it is, you know, they're licensed in most states and they always quote through multiple companies. So that's how you know you can get a competitive rate. And even better, uh, Sam, he's the owner. He wanted to provide his cell number just so if you have any questions, specifically from the dirt bags, you can always text him, give him a call ask to compare plans or just ask you know what his rates would be and then he can help direct you to the right place or answer your question from there his number is 385-204-5799 or you can reach them at their website which is lambert ins.com so reach out to him if you have any insurance questions. We're very excited about this partnership. Uh, Sam is an awesome guy and we're just excited to continue providing value for all you dirtbags. So thank you, Lambert Insurance. Give him a text, shoot him a call, let him know that you're fans of the Dirtbags podcast. All right, you dirtbags. Are you tired of tedious manual data collection and costly field studies in your quarry or sand and gravel operations? Let's talk about Vantage Point the first quarry operation software crafted to meet the high demands of modern, data-driven quarrying. Seamlessly connect all of your equipment data and access the crucial information you need instantly. Be the hero of your operation by boosting efficiency, exceeding your productivity goals, and bottom-line revenue with Vantage Point. Discover why four of the top six aggregate material producers in the U.S. are using Vantage Point. Visit com slash dirt to learn more.
1: Yeah. Is that, yeah. do you guys drill that with like your core values or like your mission statement? Like yeah. image, is that kind of integrated? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I and mean, we actually just kind of redid um, our core values um, and all that stuff. So, I mean, one of those, like I, I mentioned, was reach your greatest potential. Um, our next one is believe in others more than they believe in themselves um next is take pride in keeping your word um and then embrace humility and positivity and then like lastly which would go towards the swearing is foster respect and care so um yeah yeah so if we can avoid it we will
0: (laughs)
1: yeah
2: it's tough at times like there's a lot of a lot of good songs out there obviously that i mean swear i don't mind like it's a construction industry we swear 24 7 in the field yeah. Uh, but yeah that's just our thing so
1: that's cool that's cool because i mean you see both spectrums like I, I like you had mentioned earlier i watched taylor's stuff and all yeah. of them are fucking flicking the camera <laughs> off you yeah. know it's, it's like that's cool because that's like raw content yeah. with the company and it shows like we don't really give a fuck you know but then they also display their works but then on the opposite opposite spectrum you guys you know no swearing you know uphold the safety laws showing what we do best you know so there's there's two ends of the stick which is really cool
0: yeah and yeah i mean how many employees is jr now i mean it's massive
2: yeah we're uh we're right around 580 is the last number i think i've uh, heard 580 590
0: is that is that all the companies
2: yeah yeah so there's a few divisions or um sections but uh yeah we i think i started when i started in 2020 we were about 450 i think or so so we've grown maybe even less 400 to 450 and we've done a lot of growing in the last uh last four or five years five years for sure we've Acquired a few companies. So that's cool. Yeah. Which has helped the growth. It's, it's not all natural. It's acquiring a few different companies. And
0: So how do you keep your brand consistent if you've acquired a few companies and you've got, like I was telling you <laughs> earlier, I, I just wrote down JR excavating because I didn't want to write down all the other ones. So like, how do you keep yeah. all those straight and keep your messaging consistent?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> when they, when they are looking at other companies and I don't know, if they were looking or other companies were looking to sell, I'm not sure what the situations have been, Um, but they're again, small, not small, but they're family run family, you know, companies, um, both knit companies that their, their values, their core values kind of aligned very closely Um, the goals of them aligned and it, and it kind of made sense um, for the companies to work together and be under, you know, for for scheduling and and efficiencies and stuff like that. If you have a company digging a basement and then a company coming in and forming it and and that's dug wrong or improper, that forming company is going to go after the the excavator for you know time and extras and all this. But if we're both companies, you can't do that. So that's like you talk to the the customer and say, hey, we're not going to have extras because we're not, it's, it's internal. It's, it's an internal cost that we screwed up. Then the cost doesn't go to the the customer or the owner. It goes internal to us. So do it right the first time because our own company is coming in next to pour and do the the footings and the foundation. So that's just one example, but so that was concrete. Forming was the company that they acquired actually right kind of when I started or a few months before, I believe. Um, So they brought over, my numbers might be off a bit, but 150, 160 guys, roughly, give or take. Um so that's high rise, mid-rise, low rise concrete forming. So five, we had five or six cranes up in London at one time. Uh we have four up, I think right now are waiting on a few jobs. Um doing a 40-story building right now, which is the tallest in Ontario, west of Toronto, which is pretty cool. So yeah. And then uh the other company uh we required was uh, Walmsley Paving. <clears throat> so they're paving which goes hand in hand with our road reconstructions. Right. Um same thing, like we kept we kept their logo, uh we kept the concrete forming logo. Walmsley, we kept their logo kind of smaller, but uh, still on the, the paving equipment. So we got new paving equipment. JR logoed it up with leaves and stuff, but we kept you know smaller Walmsley logos. Um so yeah, that's kind of been the the route and with with the concrete forming, I guess I left out um, they also had a ready mix plant which goes hand in hand with the forming, so you supply your own ready mix. Um, so they're called Dutch Brothers. Is the the logo with the big lion on the side of it, the uh, the mixers. So but yeah, the orange, I would say the orange and the leaf is kind of what ties it all together. Yeah. Um, it's definitely tough or it has been tough at, at times making everyone aware from like Kitchener or Toronto that are two or three hours away. Like this is all one company. This is, we do this, 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 and this. They all have different logos, but we're all the same company. So, um, but yeah, no, it's been good. They, we all kind of mesh well. Um, it's a big group, but they all seem to get along and we all have the same goals and core values. So, yeah, it's a good fit.
0: Any uh, any big news coming up or anything?
2: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> the news, it's it's uh it's it's now public. Um, but as of April first of of next year coming here, um, we are switching our name just to Jr. So it'll just be the leaf on everything where we can put the leaf. Um, and it'll be Jr and then under jr will be <clears throat> your divisions so mm-hmm. those aren't even we haven't even made a decision on which like it'll be you know civil structural or forming and then paving utilities stuff like that so
1: yeah
2: nothing set in stone for the divisions yet but one name we're gonna do a big brand kind of not not really a rebrand i guess but a big marketing launch and brands kind of splash kind of revamp our website. There'll be one Instagram now instead of the four. So, yeah. And then that way too, like I've been pitching, you know, if we have one Instagram, you can post, you know, us doing a subdivision on Monday, you can post us doing a high rise on Tuesday or Wednesday, paving on the Thursday. And then, you know, Friday we're pouring, uh, pouring concrete ready mix and, or doing utilities, which is a newer division that we just started too. So, yeah, we can kind of do it all, and then uh, it makes for more content at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, selfishly, that helps you out a ton because it it just (laughs) all – all the engagement funnels yeah. into one profile instead of yeah. you know, your, your four or five pages. Um, yeah. also in the, you know, in the marketing push too, maybe a couple new golf shirts. So we'll, I'll yeah. keep an SPL yeah. for them.
2: I was, I was, desi- I actually had one designed when I was doing these ones that had all four logos on them, like the the JR and the CFL and the R-Rock aggregates and the Dutch brothers logo. Um, but the leaf kind of won because I figured in con expo, more people would recognize the leaf first than a bunch of random to them, random logos. Um, yeah. Definitely helped us find each
1: other. That's for sure. That's cool. I want to dive into, if you're okay with it, the owners, you know, for, cause you said they're brothers, right? Yeah. There's three brothers. There's three of them to create that kind of culture to where like, you go out and just acquire these different businesses and you're like, Hey, here's what we're about. Either get on or get out type thing. Yeah. If you can walk us through kind of the culture, if that makes sense. You know, what, what are they about? What do they try to represent? What do they do well that you as an employee are like, I'm with these guys. I I am here. I am here to do my best and I'm going to give them my all. Um. So
2: they're all very different, I would say. They're all very driven and very smart guys um, in their own ways, I would say. Like, So there's Ryan, Jonathan, and Kevin. Um, Kevin's very um, calm, I would say. He's very like cool, calm, collected, um, very smart. He, he thinks things through, um, very supportive. You can go with, to him with anything, um, and he'll – Give you probably the best, uh, best support and best uh, answer to your problem, really, and guide you that way. Um, then there's Ryan, who is my direct boss, uh, CEO, president of all of the companies, um, and he's very, uh, very analytical, very numbers-driven. But he uh, like like Kevin, they do the research, they, they like having backup data, and, and he's very future driven too. Like he's kind of looking at the five-year plan, the 10-year plan, what things look like growth wise. Um, always about reaching your full potential. Um, where do you want to be? How do you want to get there? How can you get there? How can I help? Um, and then Jonathan, Jonathan's very, he's the like the people person. Go, go, go. Um, yeah. He's, he's very good at relationships he was kind of like my mentor when I started up here with the Instagram and and meeting people, introducing me to people. Um, So he kind of takes care of the development side of uh, the companies now. So, but yeah, they all, so they all have kind of a piece of the puzzle, right? Um, Which is good that they're all different and not the same, probably button heads and who knows where that would go.
1: Uh, What keeps you around? Sorry. What keeps you around? Like what, what draws you to the company until you're like, you know, whether, whether you're like, I'm a lifer here, or Hey, I'm going to put 10 years here. Like, what is, what is your draw? What do they do? Well, that makes you want to stay?
2: The people, honestly, like the teams that you're surrounded by every day, like you walk in the office or walk in the field, all good people, all nice people. I'm sure that everybody has a bad day, but they're all nice. They're all, you know, communicate, say hi shoot the shit um all smart guys all supportive if you're having trouble there's a ton of people there that'll help you out you just call them text them whatever um and the growth is obviously uh, an attractive thing right like you're working for a company that if you're going if you're not going forwards you're, you're shrinking or going backwards right so there's always ways to learn there and there's always going to be work because they're always trying to keep going up and up and up so um yeah it's it's just knowing every day <clears throat> that there's there's good people at the office waiting for you there's a ton of work to be done there's a lot of good times to be had and the people like i'm even the customers are great like i i don't go or wake up hating it and like oh i wish i won. well everybody wishes they won the lottery but it's yeah you like going to work, so that's the main thing. And it's very, I guess, to your question, it's very flexible. Like, I they're not breathing down my neck. They're not breathing down, you know, the estimators' necks or the PMs. It's not micromanaged at all. Uh, they they trust the people and they trust that you're doing the right thing. And I mean, if you're not doing the right thing, it's going to be very apparent very quickly. Like if one job just loses a bunch of money and the rest are, are killing it or or the customers start saying oh like that Kyle guy like fuck him blah 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 like it's going to get back to them very quickly so yeah they they trust in their employees and yeah that's that's probably the main things the
1: the no micromanaging and yeah it's good cool. no complaints do you try to incorporate kind of how you explain that into like your videos or like when somebody asks you like, Hey, what are you guys about looking to, looking to kind of come on? Like, how do you present that to people? Right.
2: Yeah. And I would say that's somewhere that we, that's something we could probably do better Um, or like is kind of in our plans, I guess um, to maybe do like little infield interviews that are like, you know, two minute, Quick interviews with a guy, like, hey, pull a guy off the crew for for two seconds and have five questions ready, like, why do you work for JR Excavating? What what wakes you up in the morning? Why did you choose here, et cetera? Like you're saying, yeah. do some of those is kind of what we're thinking to um, incorporate, like once a month, even just to have that engagement with the in field direct employees. Um, so that's kind of on our radar to do we don't like you're saying we don't necessarily have paragraphs on paragraphs for our posts which we could tell
1: the story of that job better or the crew that's there better maybe i feel like that Um, deters people though yeah there's too many words i'm like i'm not fucking reading (laughs) that's
2: that's kind of what i felt too like for a while i was just putting like three or four word things in caps as like the caption and then hashtags no and it seemed to work fine but then there's there's some projects though like the guys do deserve you know recognition for like doing a massive project and killing it and then you want to explain it too because if some of the public like people hate being in traffic jams or like roads are closed or this and that so it's like maybe this is our opportunity to explain like the job was done ahead of schedule blah blah blah. yeah we slowed down traffic for six months but the guys killed it and like thank you for you know your patience and and driving slow through the construction zone and stuff like that so yeah it's a it's a balancing act for sure on the captions and people sitting at home you know checking out the pictures and looking for something wrong in every single picture at times it seems so
1: i feel like you really got to make it relatable in today's world right because like we kind of like what we were talking about earlier a lot has changed even from 2020 to where video in the dirt were dirt world wasn't really a thing, right? There wasn't a lot of people doing it. There wasn't a lot of coverage to it, but now it seems like everybody and their mom is doing it. So, but what stays consistent is the relatability to it.
2: Right. Yeah. 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 You just got to keep like, that's where I just kind of you monitor, you just, swipe through and i mean build like the companies that we follow the Buildwits, and you guys and phaser and not like all these companies are all keep i don't know if we're all just keeping each other like recent and up to the up to the times but uh yeah you just see what other people are doing and you just kind of not mimic you try to mimic it but in your own with your own work in your frame. own so. company
1: way yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah kyle i got something on that though um because i totally agree uh you know you do have to kind of consume a bit to know you know what to stay sharp and what people want to see and what's the best out there so like how do you not over consume content you know of other people's uh, pages
2: um that'd be a good question for my fiance because she probably <laughs> says that I over you know put put the phone down and get some blue light glasses and you've looked at a screen <laughs> for 10 hours today and yeah you get in bed and you're like this and it's like wow what am I doing like yeah, yeah I don't know I it's it's almost an addiction like you I, I love music too like I just love you know good catchy songs and I love excavators and dozers and stuff so you just you, it's it's not work me when you're just like watching cool videos of of construction um but yeah you gotta you gotta sort of make time for yourself and and know when to put it down like like luke said he's taking a bit of a break from it but because he's in the in the trenches but still like you gotta you gotta look after yourself too and take a break every once in a while and then maybe when you come back in a month or two and then there's a new trend, so then you can kind of learn something new and move on to that kind of style. So
0: yeah, you gotta you know put the phone down, take the Corvette out for a spin, and uh, get some <laughs> fresh air. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Wish we had a Corvette, but if I had one, I'd definitely take one out for a spin. Yeah, Kyle does. Well,
2: I can send it down
1: if if you uh, put put us up for a couple months in your place. It's
2: too cold up here now. It's what do you got, Kyle?
1: Nineteen sixty nine or what? What do you?
2: No, I wish it's a, it's a two thousand sixteen. Hell yeah! Just a stingray. She's she's a good time though. That's if my that's my therapy. That's my uh, time off of watching
1: reels. <laughs> that's fun. No, you <laughs> gotta have you gotta have something to enjoy other than work, right? Even though you might enjoy work as much as possible, but there has to be outside sources to kind of relieve stress, get your yeah. mind off things, get a whole new focus on things. Oh yeah, that's cool.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You gotta get out. We have two dogs too, and, and they keep us busy,
2: and that's always fun to get out just enjoy fresh air every once in a while too so oh yeah no that's cool but no i'm 69 is that your goal is that what? no
1: no i just thought of 69 because we just put a 69 number on one of our dump trucks and i was like maybe he's got a 69 who knows that was a great <laughs> year for crops from what i heard but yeah yeah no that's fun cool. how go ahead luke
0: Yeah. I was going to jump in. Uh, Kyle, we talked about this a little bit, you know, before we started, but, um, more so on the business development side, I know there's a lot of people in those roles, of course, but, uh, you seem to have done a really good job. And I just attested to like my experience of getting to know you. Like we had no idea who each other were and then all of a sudden it felt like we were friends and like, you weren't trying to sell me anything. And so how do you like find these people or how do you go about like, um, you know, putting yourself out there and putting the brand out there to people that aren't going to pay JR any money, if that makes sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, the biggest thing is like, you kind of nailed it on the head, like don't force or try to sell like something. I don't know. I've, I've played hockey most of my life and I feel like being on a team is a lot easier than, than being by yourself. Yeah, Um, and those relationships from hockey when I was, you know, five years old till I played, 25 years old or something like that i'm still friends with all those guys it's the same small group like group of 20 guys 25 guys and and that's your team right so like even in construction you have your teams you have your crews you have your your one big hockey team basically is how i see it Um, and then with you and customers it's the same thing like i would much rather that's why COVID hurt me because i would much rather go for a beer go for a burger go hit the golf course or whatever. And, uh, just to ask them, you know, how's your family? Like, do you have kids? What do you do on your spare time? Um, focus on that stuff rather than, Hey, like, you know, uh, can we price that job uh, coming up next week or next month or whatever? Like that's, I don't know. That's too like in the face. It's like an email in person email. You're just like, Hey, like we want your business. This is why you're here i'm i'm buying you a beer so that you know like i don't know it's just not the way to go about it um i like getting to know people like taking the time even to, like to meet for us to meet you took the time out of your night to meet us me and con expo and, and vice versa um we didn't have to see each other we could have just been texting or instagramming and just left it at that right right but you take the time out of your day to meet people and in person and it goes a lot farther. I find so.
0: Yeah. And I think too, sometimes, especially with like business owners, you know, they can get too dialed in with like sales and like trying to develop the business. Well, how is this moving the needle? It's like sometimes you just need to take a step back and just build genuine relationships. And where that starts is being genuinely interested in somebody else other than yourself or your own business. And so, you know, I think you just do such a great job about, uh, with that. But, uh, yeah, a lot of times it may not lead to that sale or that revenue that you're looking for, but that shouldn't matter at the end of the day, because it's like you said, building that whole team of like support and that network. Um, I mean, that's, you know, why they call it networking. It's just, you know, building that and it should be diverse. There should be other people that, you know, aren't just your potential clients. And so, um, yeah. It's, it's interesting to hear you talk about that of, you know, how you go about it and how you're not doing it out of desperation either. You're just like yeah. genuinely interested in getting to know people.
2: Yeah. And I'm just by nature, like I'm more of a face guy than a name guy too. Like names are tough, which in being in my role, you kind of need to know names or remember names, but like I find just working on that or like remembering key things about people, when you see them again and if you're like, Hey, how's your wife? You know? Yeah. Denise, yeah. like the fact that you remembered their name, they, they take a liking to that or it, it like means that you actually care, right? Like you, you actually care about that person and their life, not just what they have to offer and a paycheck or a, a next job. So, and I do find too, with meeting people, if you're, you know, be a good person should come naturally but they also have a network that that they talk yeah. to so i mean these guys are customers or potential customers but they also know three or four or five other development companies and other guys that are at the same level as them um and they probably all hang out or whatever and it's like you want them to to help grow your network without you even being there half the time is the best way to go about it
0: yeah, and it goes both ways too, right? Like if you start screwing people over and you start burning yeah, them, oh, yeah. it's like it there's yeah. a bigger network effect uh negatively yeah. as well. It's a it's a huge
1: industry, but a small, small world. That's yeah. True. Do you guys have a lot of like reoccurring customers? Or like when you say customers, like your customer base, is it you know a specific set of GCs that you guys work with? Is it municipalities that you work with? Like yeah, where's your so, customer
2: base? Yeah. So we have private, well, everybody has the private and the, the public. So we do like the city of London, city of St. Thomas, uh, a bunch of municipalities around the surrounding area. We'll basically go, we have like an umbrella um, like hour to two hours outside of London, which is like your, all your cities and your regions that we'll do work for. And that just comes through bids and tenders it's called here. I don't know if you guys have a similar yep. setup. Um So everybody takes like plan takers. You have your five to 10 guys that take plans, five or six submit prices, and then usually low guy takes it. And that's all form of tender um, apples to apples. So it's fairly straightforward. Um, But then, yeah, we have our private um, land developers for subdivisions, um, high rises, um, and, and those guys. So, We do have a lot of recurring, like our, 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 our biggest customers are putting in seven, like one subdivision a year, say, um, some of our high rise guys have three or four high rises going on. And then they have another three or four plans, you know, five years from now, once those ones are done. Um, so yeah, I would say like our customer base, I, I don't even know the exact number, but there's a ton of reoccurring and then like through word of mouth and, and stuff like that, or Google or, you know, business development, I guess, too. Um, everybody at our company is a business, business development person yep. at the end of the day, right? Like yep. you're always representing. But you represent the, the company. Business. Yeah. So yeah, we get a lot of work through that and, and just having job site like trailers or projects in other cities, maybe this guy drives through one of our jobs and says, Oh, who's this guy like they're from out of town or whatever and looks us up so yeah we we get a handful of new customers every year and and um that's why i try to i I meet with consultants and stuff like that too right because then they're gonna propose to
1: developers who goes
2: on that list the tender list so
1: yeah well that's good to know yeah because it's it's cool to see because we're still in that growing stage to where all of our business is new business is what I'll classify it. There's a couple Mm of contractors that like, Hey, bid this project for me, you know, but it's not to the point of you're our guy. If that makes sense, it's, you still have proving to do. So it's fun to, it's fun to hear, you know, the developed side to where, Hey, these are our customers. This is what we do Mm -hmm. to try to keep them happy. And here's our process. No, that's cool.
2: Yeah. And I mean, a lot of guys too, that are reoccurring, like, uh, they, you gotta keep yourself honest and they want to keep you honest too. And, and at those times, sometimes they'll have like three or four guys or usually every, every time they want to take three numbers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that comes down to how busy you are, um, how bad you want it and, and a few other factors. Right. But yeah. And that's, I would rather price it against three people than the seven or eight too. Right. So yeah, there's never, well, I would say it's very rare that it's just like, you're the guy. Don't even worry about pricing it. Just do the yeah, job. Just send us a an mm-hmm. number and yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: I don't think it'll ever be that way, but it'd be nice.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So well, yeah. It's, it's been good. That's cool. Cool. Cool to see the side of like the business development because like Luke, you were talking about, you know, having some personality to it, having some personability to it mm-hmm. to whereas like the owner's, it is tough to get out of that like sales role in a way because yeah. you are the business. But if you, you know, Kyle, like yourself, if you take somebody on that is focused on the business development, focused on the people aspect, it's like a whole new yeah. perspective, which is cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. Luke, I want to jump in there too. Cause you mentioned focus, like, for the owners, it's a big investment into Kyle. And you think of time too, because business development doesn't just happen in six months. Like it, it has to be a long-term. It's like a minimum
1: of three to five years, I feel like.
0: Yeah. And then Kyle on your end too, like you're going into the same, like, okay, I'm not just going to give this a six month crack here. I'm going to, you know, invest into it. So, you know, that's a tough position to, you know, wrestle with because it's, it's a long term projection, it's a long term view, but, like you said earlier with the owners, that's what they're doing. They're looking out you know one year, five years, ten years, and they're they're looking yeah. to go somewhere bigger than where they're at right now,
2: yeah, yeah, and it was that I think was there was wasn't this role before me, like like yeah. uh, Luke like you said it was the owners were doing the business development they they have the last name, it's their company, they've already established these customers and they have the name, and they know everybody. So obviously the customer wants to talk to them. So like my biggest, that would be my biggest weakness. I told Ryan, I'm like, well, you can adopt me. Cause like my last name isn't arts. So that's like my first weakness, but it's about the five year plan almost of, you know, if you're around Ryan, if you're hanging around with the guys at the top of our company, then these guys see me in my face more and more and more. And they're like, yeah. oh, this guy's, oh, this guy's still, still around always, he's here, he's here, he's here. He must be part of like the plan or something like that. Or he must, you know, be working on something with Ryan. So I would just try to, you know, align myself with Ryan and go to these events and go to these associations and dinners and hockey games and stuff like that. And, uh, picked up golf again. It's been a while since I golfed, but. There you go. One of the best tools. If anybody's (laughs) looking to improve like your business golf, Yeah. You put little leaves. I got leaves on all my balls and I just spray them everywhere
1: and it's, <laughs> it's good. Yeah.
0: You do that on uh, on purpose, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. on purpose for sure. Shank left, yeah. shank right. How, yeah. Toss a
0: down. couple water balls in there just in case someone's swimming. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I should start. So doing it's, it's very much like, like you said, a five, five year plan where you plant the seeds and even a year or two ago, like you start seeing some of those sprout and they gain trust in me and, uh, they see where it's going so it's it's getting there it's definitely getting better yeah that's
0: huge um (laughs) kyle i've got one more for you uh i think it's super interesting you know the position you're in obviously with jr but also doing your own thing uh with brady visuals and kind of the combination between the two but um my question would be do you have any sort of like starter kit that you'd recommend somebody to use and i want to be clear like I think there's the person out there that owns a construction company that may want to do this for their own company, just kind of on the side. And then there's probably that person that wants to start their own creative agency. Like what would you recommend to those two people? What they can get started with?
2: Like equipment you're talking like gear? Yeah.
0: Equipment, softwares, like anything you use or would recommend. Yeah.
2: Um, I would, well, drone for sure. Um, depends what you're filming. Like I, I had a mini Three or four years ago, DJI Mini. Maybe they make them better now. It was like the first one, and uh, the it was tough flying wind for sure. Um, so you'd be in the middle of a field, and the battery would just die quickly because of the wind. It'd be competing with that. It'd be shaky. So I got rid of that real quick. <clears throat> I just have a DJI Mavic Air right now, Air Two. So it's like a year or two old. Does the trick. Quality is amazing, um, and it lasts it's up in the air, probably 20 minutes per battery, I think three batteries. So for, yeah, like an owner that wants to kind of do it on his own, I would definitely have a drone, uh, with a few batteries. Um, I mean, iPhones are very good quality. If he's going to be like right up close taking video, get like a mini, like a tripod or something, um, or even a GoPro with like some suction mounts or uh, bar clamp mounts. Um, for the cab. Um, yeah, that would be probably the easiest, cheapest route to go. Um, and then obviously, if you want to do your own thing with more like a creative and have more flexibility with distance and quality and editing kind of side of things, then yeah, go. I have a Sony um A74 camera, um, three lenses that are kind of wide angle, then I have like a medium. And then a long telephoto 200 mil, um, lens. Um, and then obviously have a drone and tripod and probably mics too, or a big one. Um, good mics, lighting, um, those all help for sure. Mics are a big one. Like if you're doing interviews and stuff in the field, especially you want to have a good, like windbreaker and uh, good quality mics. So
0: Yeah. Do you use like road or who do you use for mics?
2: Uh, right now I just, like, I didn't, I knew nothing going into this like a year or two ago. So I just picked some up off Amazon that like filter by review and bought those ones. Nice. I don't even know what brand they are to be honest, but I have been looking now at like better quality stuff. Uh, the DJI ones or the road ones are probably going to be my next purchase. So, oh yeah. And then, um, software wise, I use the Adobe, uh, premier, and uh photoshop and lightroom if you just want to do quick color edits which i also didn't even start really editing photos till about three or four months ago <laughs> i usually just hit yeah. the yeah. auto and then when i hired i hired the guy uh nicks his name to help me out and uh he's like i was just like yeah just hit auto and, and i'll post it or whatever he's like what do you mean Cause he's like a bit, like he's into it. And he's good at it. And he goes yeah. into the raws and like starts screwing around with it. So, so now he's kind of got me hooked on that too. To, to, That's awesome. It, 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 it turns out better in the end for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Kyle, your perspective is super cool because again, it's a different perspective that not a lot of companies get to see as far as like the development side, because a lot of the companies that, you know, we hear from, they are the business development. So it's fun to, it's fun to get another opinion that isn't an owner, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And then to get their perspective of the company as well. So thank you, you know, for your time on that. No, no, I appreciate the uh, invite too. I
2: guess my, like I I do come from uh, being in the trenches. Like I started shoveling dirt uh, when I was 18 So maybe that's like, I kind of, I've always had the knack for construction and just seeing, you know, a field turn into a a big building or a high rise or um, a subdivision with, you know, a hundred houses on it, which is, it's been pretty cool. I used to be in the the wind turbine kind of industry, renewable energy. So that was cool. That's kind of what opened my eyes to heavy equipment. So that helps having that background for sure
1: absolutely it does absolutely it does fun industry and just fun to really kind of show off and showcase and be a part of yeah for sure yeah but luke i think that's a podcast man
0: dude kyle (laughs) thank you uh that was that was awesome it we appreciate your time we appreciate the shirt uh luke, yeah. luke luke missed the memo so yeah i'll get one here eventually I'll, no, I, I, I gotta need, get more uh, and i gotta send luke, you some copy. Tr- trust me i had to pay for this because he said um the only reason the only way i can get it is if we meet up at, in vegas and so we played some blackjack played some Hell slots yeah. so i i paid a good couple hundred yeah. for it. <laughs> you you paid
1: you paid your dues for that shirt i i yeah. respect that no i'll have to uh, get your address
2: and send you one over Deal. No, he I told me it. it's a Friday thing, but I, I figured uh I okay. couldn't go without it. So yeah. No, you I, I appreciate you you rocking it too.
1: <laughs> Luke, you, you look absolutely. good. Kyle look good. Sorry, I missed the memo, boys.
0: It's all good. <laughs> well, Kyle, we appreciate it, man. Uh thanks for being on the podcast and uh we'll catch up with you soon.
2: Thanks a lot. See you guys. Thanks, Kyle.